You are now listening to The Model Mindset. Welcome back, everybody, to The Model Mindset. I'm your boy, Brian. We got my boy, John. Today's episode, I was really struck by a quote I saw. It actually happened to be on Instagram. And the quote said, instead of focusing on what you don't want to be, focus on who you want to become. And it really resonated with me because when we're children, we have dreams, right, of who we want to be, who we want to become, you know. And it excites us. But we slowly make a transition in our lives from focusing on what we want to become to focusing on what we don't want to be. Mm -hmm. So, John, when you were young, what what were your dreams? Like, what did you want to be? Hmm. All right, so... You you probably uh, you probably could have guessed this at some point because we knew each other when we were younger. But your boy wanted to be a professional wrestler. And okay, is amazing, and because <laughs> I know you, at least shocking news. It's amazing. <laughs> but please go on. No, yeah. So I, I loved wrestling as a kid. Um, still still watch it once in a while to this day. I'm 33. I'll still watch it this day. Um, but what what really kind of pulled me into it and kind of, you know, shaped my mind a little bit, I think, and it brought me to where I am today was like the physical nature of, of the sport and of the entertainment, but like how you have to look to do it generally. Right. Um, so like that was like the big thing that drew me to it was like, man, these people are larger than life. Like they're like strong, strong right? Like there's like their personalities shine through, like everything about them, right? So like that's what I, that was what I wanted to do. I had all these plans, man. I'm, I'm going to go overseas to Japan and train and all these different things, wow. right? Oh, my God. Like, I used to have this whole thing, right? And and then I went when I was younger, uh, probably like 16 or 17, probably like 17. There was a, um, a camp in Springfield, and uh, it used to be run by one of the ex-wrestlers uh, who used to wrestle in w, uh, WWE. And uh, I went there one night and uh, took what they call bumps. It's when you pretty much fall on your back on the mat. And uh, I took – I had to take 100 in a row. Was part of the camp. I had to take a hundred in a row. Then, like throughout the night, you were taking various ones too. I probably took like five hundred times. I probably threw myself on the ground. Dude, I woke up the next morning. I wanted to fucking die. Wow. My neck hurt. My forearms were like hard from like being like bruised. Yeah. Um, I had a pounding headache all day. I had to take aspirin all day long, and I was in my head. I'm like, I can't do this every day. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Did you like, enjoy it? When I was doing it, yeah. it wasn't terrible. Like, I was hitting my head sometimes. I'm like, man, like, because you're supposed to tuck your chin so you don't hit your head. But, yeah. like, but you're, doing you're, you're not strong enough yet. Yeah. So, like, your neck's, you know, flipping back. And, uh, oh, my God. I got my ass kicked that night, and that was it. I'll watch oh, it on wow. TV. But, yeah, that, that's what that's what I wanted to be when I was growing up, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Who's, who's your favorite wrestler? Growing of all up? Time. Of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Ooh, man. Um, Eddie Guerrero. Really? Yeah. He yeah. had the frog splash. He had he had a mean frog splash. That's right. Yeah, that was my boy. That's my R.I.P. That's my guy. That's my guy. I love that guy. What about you? I, I can probably guess. Yeah. Yeah. But but what what did you want to be when you were growing up? You know, soccer was huge for me growing up. I mean, I started playing soccer when I was four. So I mean, I had a dream of of playing uh, professional soccer. Yeah. Of course. Did uh, you did you like um follow soccer too growing up? I did. I did because when I was playing travel, we would go to see New England Revolution games. Okay. We would see USA play. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was playing Premier, we traveled a lot around like to Virginia, Florida. So we did, and we would, some of the tournaments that we would play, 
we would be in like the same hotels as yeah. like some of the MLS teams. Like so, like DC United, we met Freddie Adu. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, when he was. You met Freddie Adu? Not me. Oh, oh. but uh, like a couple of my oh, okay. uh, player or my teammates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, really? Ran into him in the uh, elevator. That's hilarious. Yeah, really funny. Um, so yeah, man. Like honestly, I wanted to do that for a very long time, but then when I was in high school, my body started to break down. Yep. yep. Um. I remember vividly meeting with a guidance counselor, and she asked me what my plan was uh, for after high school. And so I said I wanted to play D1 college soccer. And she looked at me, and she was like, what's your backup plan? And I was like, ooh. So instantly, I let her limiting belief get to me. Right. And I was like, okay, she doesn't think I'm good enough. I better look some, you know, some, to do something else. Mm-hmm. She'd never seen me play. Now, granted, I went through a lot of injuries in high school, so I was not, at that point in my life, when I was like a senior or junior, I was not playing particularly well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was very um, hard on myself playing soccer. I knew I wasn't the same player at that time. So, um, yeah, man, I wanted to be a a professional soccer player, and um, those fizzled. Yeah, I'm five three, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't be a pro wrestler when you're five five either. So that's uh, there you know, go, right? I mean, sh- how 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 tall was Rey Mysterio? That that's true. That right. is true. Right. There's only one of those though. That's true. That's true. So all right, man. So it goes back to the original question though, right? Yes. Because we focus so much, and we tend to focus a lot as as a society. Yeah. On what we don't want to be, rather than who we want to be. Why do you think that is? Well, I think the the human brain has a natural tendency to give weight to negative things in our life, right? Mm-hmm. In, in a mountain of positive, you know, that one negativity thing, yeah, a negative yeah. piece that happens in our day, we'll dwell on that. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually what I think the psychologists call it negativity bias, right? Okay, okay. And so with that, again, it's like we just dwell on that one negative thing mm-hmm. in a mountain of good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, do you also think like a lot of times we're so quick to judge things that like we we program our mind in that sense and in that emotion of judgment where it's like okay don't want that don't want that and like it's this constant like negative kind of how you said right because judgment a lot of times is I feel like more geared towards negativity than positivity you're not positively judging something a lot of times right yeah I agree. you're more so negatively judging it yeah so does that kind of feed into kind of what you're saying Sue like yeah absolutely I mean I think we all have a tendency of, of just thinking about oh I don't want to do that or I don't want to do that mm-hmm. or, or they have like that this. that would yeah you yeah, know rather than focusing on our own self right and, and, and focus on the person that Hey, you know, I'm gonna grow this way. Yeah, you know, so it gets me to where I want to be. Yeah, rather than just kind of diminishing what you have. Yeah, you and, and you know what's interesting too is like we talk a lot about how like social media. I was, you know, we've talked about it before in, in yeah. its own episode, but like how social media shapes perceptions too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So like. Whether it's good or bad or, like, oh, I want that. But in reality, you're sitting there and you know in the back of your mind, like, oh, that's probably fake, though. Like, that's staged right. or that's um, – they're showing their best but not their worst, right? So I think, you know, like everything else in our world, though, like, social media really kind of impacts that, too, where you're kind of um, – you're, you're so – you're you're focusing on everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're instead of focusing inward yeah. and focusing on, like, we talk about who you want to be. 
it's material things. It's what they have, right? The lifestyle. Yeah. And that's not that's not what you should be focusing on. Right. It's, it's about who. It's and about who you want to be. Yeah, and, and let's be real. I mean, social media can be very dangerous. I mean, yeah, man. We, we read the statistics about, you know, kids. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, girls. Yep. With social media. Yeah. It's all a comparison piece. Yeah. But we see the true power when you are actually aware of what you want to intake on social media mm-hmm. and how you want to structure your social media to where, you know, our model of mindset, fitness and coaching, all we see is positivity. So we share positive quotes. Yeah. We share things that are going to motivate you mm-hmm. to help you become the person that you want to be. Yeah. And so, but I mean, it, it's dangerous because that's where a lot of negativity you, you can really consume. Yeah. And it, Nick, it's funny though, because even, even the way we shaped our page, and I don't know if you noticed this too, like we shaped our page where we're only following things that that provide us some kind of either positivity, growth mindset, whatever it is, right? We, we're trying to shape our minds when we go onto those pages on yeah. that page. But if there ever is something that I'm like, why is that popping up, right? Like it's whether it's something that was suggested because you follow someone else or you like this, so it's going to suggest these things, and it's negative. I always click on the thing that's like, you know, um, pretty much makes it not come back. Like yeah. you know you don't want to, those further suggestions. Nope. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so keep them out of here. Yeah. So like that's kind of stuff that we all got to kind of do too. Oh, get yeah. that out. Right. Get yeah. out and, and more so focus on who you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And so how did you start to shift your focus on who you wanted to become? Man, it, it's, and I don't know, I don't know how you feel about this and, and whoever's listening to this too, like really think about this because how often do you have those conversations with people? And that's how it started with me where like we sat down that night with Josh and had this awesome, like three hour conversation just about like who we are as people, even though we've all known each other for a very long time. Right. I've known Josh since I was like four, but you know, what's cool is like that night. We also learned a lot about each other. Exactly. You know, exactly, man. Why? Because we had deep, meaningful conversations. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that's where I was able to unravel that because the people that I would hang out with before, like, we were just, we were there to have a good time. You right. know what I mean? Like, and that's fine. That's totally fine. And, I, and if, if I wanted to, I could have deep, meaningful conversations with those people. I'm not saying they're not capable of it. I'm just saying it, a lot of times wasn't part of our relationship, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, when we sat down that night, we had those conversations. I was able to kind of, have a lot of self-reflection that night. And that's when I was able to develop, you know, the mindset I have today and, you know, see the things I want and who I want to be, all these different things that it's it's not that I wasn't capable of of seeing it sooner. I just never gave myself the opportunity to. Was it almost as if, like, <clears throat> a light switch was flipped? Like, a hundred of them. Yeah. It, it, honestly, <laughs> like, I, it really, it felt yeah. like, you know, like, like in Christmas Vacation where he's, oh, hell draw yeah. to the world, right? Yeah. He plugs it in, all, yeah. all the lights come. That's what it that's was. That's a great metaphor. Isn't that great? That was really Fucking good. Clark Griswold, man. Great. He's good for everything. <laughs> that was great. So, that's what it was. Yeah. Right? And so, it was, it was just like that moment where it was like, I felt like I wasn't going to get judged when I was talking. Again, judgment, right? I wasn't going to get judged with the shit I was saying. You guys were just letting me kind of talk at a certain point, right? Yeah. We're just like active listening where you feel the people who are with you aren't just hearing you, but they're like really actively listening to the word you're saying. And then like 
will offer constructive feedback to you, right? And that's what that whole night was for us. Yeah, because I remember Josh with you. He said, "Dude, have you thought about personal becoming a personal trainer? Yeah, like you've been working out for so long, right? And you know your shit. Yeah, like have you ever thought about that? Mm -hmm. And I remember the look on your face where you're kind of like, well." Kind of, like yeah. You kind of thought about. I it, did. But I like dabbled really in it. Never, yeah. But I, I've said it before on here. I think like I just kind of felt like it was oversaturated. Yeah. And that's why, like, what I love what we're doing because it's just unique, right? Yeah. We're doing something that's not really offered in a lot of places, yeah. or like we're combining a lot of things, but like making it all one deal. So like, seeing that then would have been like, oh, that's that sounds great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. like, you just gotta put yourself in those places to have those conversations, and sometimes they're awkward, and you gotta like. You really got to stumble into them. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt, though, man. That, that's where I was able to kind of shift my focus and, and yeah. figure that out. So, like, for you, though, it wasn't that wasn't kind of the situation, right? A little different? Yeah. For me, I, I, I was stuck, man. Yeah. Like, I just was, uh, you know, for me, I had enough of my current situation where I was. Yeah. You know, and I didn't think that I was living up to the value that I could give to the world. Yeah. And help others. Mm -hmm. You know. I, one of the biggest things is I kept um, coming back to in my mind was, you know how we could tell our kids, you know, never give up on your dreams, right? How could I look at Theo and Charlie and say that, or even have the audacity to say that, if I didn't even attempt to chase my dream, right? right. I exactly. couldn't do it. Right. I would have I been a phony. Yep. And so I just knew that I had to make a decision to change. And that's when I truly started to come to realization that I was the only person that was going to change my life. Yeah. Nobody else. So did you have like a moment though where like where you saw somebody else kind of making moves, right? And that made you have that self-reflection, which then made you ask the question about yourself with your kids? Like, was there somebody you saw or something you saw that kind of like triggered that thought though? Or did it come to you organically? I kept that you saying, can recall at least. Yeah, no, I kept saying about I kept saying about I kept saying I cannot work in that office for thirty years. Yeah, I'm at home, I can't do it, Val. Like I kept saying I can't do it. Like I can't do it. Like I physically could not do it because yeah. I knew I like something inside of me said that mentally, Brian, you can't do that. Yeah, like you you are meant to do something else. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then I started thinking of the boys, and I'm like, man, I can't. I I can't have them go to school and be like, what does your dad do? And then be like, you know, I really don't know. I think he works at home. Because that's probably what they would say. Oh, they, yeah, they for would sure. Have absolutely no idea. Yeah. But I am really proud of what we're doing. And for I sure. want them to be like, yeah, my dad and his best friend, John, they change people's lives. They get people in shape. For sure. You know, and I'm hopeful that. Maybe some of the teachers at their school have gone through one of our programs or we've helped some of them. Yeah. And they could be like, yeah. Exactly. Really, right. Really like, do. and it's not so much like self notoriety or like, like getting clout from that, those type of things. Yeah. It's more so like a pride in yourself. Cause dude, what you just said hit home so strong for me where you're like, what does your dad do? I don't know. He works from home or whatever. Like, right. Like, yeah. My girls would probably say that I work in a grocery store. And no knock to anybody who does those things. That's just not for us. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, hearing that in myself, I'm like, man, like, you're right. Like, now it's like, 
if anyone's going to ask me what I do, this is the shit we do. Yeah. This is what I do now. I don't even bring up. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, because it, in, it involves who we want to be. Right. Our jobs don't involve who we want to be. Right. You know what I mean? So like, we're kind of just like, that. that's what we, you know, are still mainly feeding our families with. Right. Or helping feed our families with, right? Because our wives are obviously a huge portion of that. Of but, course, yeah. um. It it just has nothing to do with who we want to be. Right. It's it's that so it's like a, that was like like another light bulb moment right there. Like yeah. it just you're right, man. It's so true. Yeah. It's and it gives you that again that kind of motivation when even though we're, we have a lot of energy typically, but it just kind of furthers that. Like if we have to make another text or outreach to a, to someone, if we have to send maybe not an awkward email, but hey, send an email to someone that we don't know right. just to see if we get something. And then hey, you know what? Look what can happen. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. You have to. Yeah. You, you have to. Yeah. So I know I asked you that question before of like, did you see someone, right? Did you, did you, did something trigger you? I ask it because now we have like so many mentors. Absolutely. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it's funny because I think when people hear the word mentor, you guys think that it's like, it has to be somebody you know or someone that you've met or whatever that that's the case. For you and I, though, and I think probably generally speaking, if you really think about it, that's not the case, right? Right. Your mentors can just be people that you value their opinions on or value their lessons and all these things like that. Yeah. And you can learn from and you can apply actions. And um, our mentors range from all different people, all different sizes, all different colors, whatever it is, right? So, like, how have having these mentors that we have helped you, right? Like, how how have they helped you? So let's let's name a few, you right. know, uh, Ed Milet, uh, Mel Robbins, and which I had an interesting conversation with one of my friends on Friday, because we about were, Mel Robbins, we were going over podcasts we listened to. Okay, so he was going over because he he's a marathon runner. Mm-hmm. My buddy Tim, shout out Tim. Uh, he listens to a lot of ultra running. He listens to Nick Bear podcast, which okay. is a great podcast yep, as well. Yep. And so I was telling him, I'm like, you know who's really, really good and is my go-to? And I said, Mel Robbins. Mm -hmm. And I said, before I started listening to Mel Robbins, I wasn't listening to any female podcasters. Mm -hmm. And I said, I gave Mel Robbins a shot. And I said, I'm incredibly thankful that I did because she has a unique perspective. Yeah, She gives me perspective on women that where I feel like I know my wife better now Mm -hmm. because of the perspective that she's providing. Mm Mm-hmm. I do like Rachel Hollis as well, who's your go-to as well, because she, I feel like her speaking engagement examples that she provided, that was so great, were like spot on. It it was organic, yeah, and it was almost it gave us an idea of hey, maybe we should kind of speak not necessarily that way, but we should show more of ourselves. Exactly, more of our personnel. We had that conversation, kind of pull you guys behind the scenes a little bit, maybe right. So. We had a really good conversation one day about that where it's like, man, we're trying like so hard to provide a lot of great information and insight, the stuff we enjoy listening to, to maybe some people who don't have the same mentors listening right. to the same things, right? And and I shared that podcast with you that day. I said, you got to listen to this episode. And so she was doing a public speaking event. She pulled somebody on stage um, and kind of had them share their truth a little bit. And she rolled with it almost like a comedian, but yeah. like... Awesome, awesome feedback for yeah. this lady. Had a lot of fun with her. Had a lot of fun with the crowd. But like, all at the same time, was giving the content that we want. Yeah. And um, so like I, we talked about it, and I was like, man, like I think, I think we can take a lot from that. And, and we both agreed, like, 
listen, like sometimes maybe we try so hard to provide the information we lose the sight of our personalities. Yeah, I agree right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and even like like to pull it back further, like tonight, right now, doing this podcast, I feel this is the loosest we've been mm-hmm. in yeah. front of the mic so far. Yeah. Like we're kind of just like just flowing oh, at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. And um, but like having fun conversations yeah. still too, and we because th- we think the growth mindset stuff is fun. Maybe not everybody does, right? right? But if they see our personalities with it, yeah, like she showed hers, yeah, it makes you involved. It makes you want to listen to it. So, um, she's fantastic. Definitely my yeah. go-to. But Mel Robbins is is the awesome. Joke. So, yeah. so what did your friend say then? And when you told him about Mel Robbins, he said that he he said that he doesn't listen to any female podcasters. Isn't which, that interesting? But. I can see it because typically male, I would see male you, would probably, you know, but I told him why I like Mel Robbins, yep. you know, and again, it told, it, it educated me on women more, yeah, which I for appreciated. Sure. Yeah. And I felt a lot of her information that she talked about mm-hmm. was authentic Yeah, and you just really fell in love with her and her story and, and how she came from, she had a great story, highly educated, mm-hmm. but they went bankrupt. Yeah. She had a lot of struggles for a while. Yeah. So did her husband. Yep. But they were able to pick themselves up out of there. Mm-hmm. And so that taught me that no matter how successful someone appears now, mm-hmm. they all have struggled. Yeah. Right? And so with the mentors that we that we mentioned, what I enjoy about them is they give us a roadmap, right? So they give us a roadmap of like the habits and tools they utilize mm-hmm. so that we can acquire and fill our toolbox with the tools that fit our lives, yep. right? Yep. Some of the things that they go through, like the cold plunge. I don't use the cold plunge, mm-hmm. right? But other things that Ed Milet, Mel Robbins, you know, Jim Quick, Lewis House yep. use, I put them all in my toolbox. Oh, yeah. And so now I feel that I am ill-equipped for any situation, whether it be in the morning, whether right. it be during the day, how I structure my day. Yep. It's huge. Yeah, you man. Know? What about you? Yeah, so I echo a lot of what you just said. I love the different perspectives. I found myself really making it a priority, right? Because people like Ed Milet, for example, right? Like, he's a God-loving man. He, he, you know, he'll say things in reference to Jesus Christ and everything like that. Yeah. Where me personally, is that my belief system? No, it's not. But I certainly appreciate where he's coming from because it's, it, because that's where his faith is. It doesn't mean that's where the tools lie. Right. Like you said, right? So like you have to look for what he's providing you and not just what he's backing it with when he right. mentions, say, Jesus or God, whoever it is, right? So um, do you remember that conversation? I don't mean to interrupt no, ahead, you, dude. I totally interrupt you. You're fine. You're good. Do you remember that conversation that me, you, and Josh had yeah. about, and, and we're not, I'm not trying to go there, but we brought up religion. We did, real, yep. Real quick mm-hmm. uh, in a men's group. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting because I said to you guys, I said, I pray like every night mm. and in the morning. Yes. And the reason why I do that is because even when I have like a bad day and I just need someone to almost feel like they're guiding me yeah. and that they can listen to mm. me. Mm. And I felt that when I act, when I pray, either if it's to watch over Theo when he got his tonsils removed or Val uh, with the boys or something this summer, yep, I feel like God is listening. Mm-hmm. So it makes me feel good yeah um and so when i said that to you guys you guys didn't judge me at all you were kind of like well that makes sense it does you know makes total sense right I yeah. and oftentimes too man like i would envy that like 
especially like when my dad died, I was mm. searching for that. And I think yeah. I told you guys at that, that yeah. you know, that, that day, time, that yeah. night that I was like, man, I was like actively researching things about like, you know, faith and all like wh- how and why things happen. And maybe one of the answers would give me comfort. Um, so yeah, like it, it's, it's important to kind of like, I think get other people's perspectives and, and especially ones that are vastly different from you. Yes. Um, because it kind of, it helps you, it helps you in your everyday lives when you're trying to keep you an open mind with people you're going to interact with. Right. Yeah. So it, it takes that judgment level down and you, say you know, it takes a judgment. It level. does like yeah. it's because someone's different than you. doesn't mean that they're any less, you know, they have any less value in their words. Right. Yeah. People are just polarizing sometimes and you may not agree with one thing, but you could agree with another Joe Rogan. Perfect yeah. example. Right. Yeah. He, he's, he's just polarizing and people took his COVID stuff or whatever and then just projected all of their feelings that they just hate this guy now, right? He doesn't know shit. It's like, well, actually, you know, he, he has a lot of good stuff, too. You should just, you know, yeah. not just be so quick to judge. So, yeah. um... I respect I, him as an interviewer, too. Dude, he's Because great. he can go from talking to a UFC fighter to talking to an astrologist. And but he asks questions. Yeah. Like, he's not... People think he's a know-it-all. He I, and I'm not even a big Joe Rogan fan, and I'm mm-hmm. saying this like, but he just he's very inquisitive. He asks yeah. the questions. He he knows what he knows, and he says he doesn't know what he doesn't know. Yeah, like there's 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 value in that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like again, that's, that's a tool. Yeah. So it's like, it's just important, I think, um, to identify your mentors, have them be of a wide variety, like we said, and, and pull all the tools from their toolbox. Yeah, yeah. and it's don't great. don't just focus on males if you're a male. Yep. And if you're female, broaden it to male's perspective as well, because you will learn That's about it. the other sex, and it's great. For sure. Shout out, ladies. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So it, it hasn't always been this easy, though, right? right. And in right. a lot of times, when I was like in that reflective state, or even to this day, when I have those reflective moments, I think back to the times of like, man, I was focusing so much on that. Yeah. Like I would put such a focus on this. Absolutely. When I shouldn't have, right? So, like, yeah. what are, why do we do that? What are the some of the things that you would focus on that um, you shouldn't have when you should have been focusing on more about who you wanted to be? Yeah, for me, and I'm sure most of the listeners probably can stem from or understand this, but money, man. Yeah. I thought money equals happiness. Yeah. And so I would always focus so much on climbing that corporate ladder mm-hmm. to get more money because right. I was like, all right, more money I make equals more happiness because I can buy more shit. Yep. You know, when we all know you buy something and there's like a couple minutes of, of being happy. Yeah. And it, it goes like when we get pre-workout, man, it's, it's jazz <laughs> and it's gone, right? And so I changed my focus from I need more money or how I, how I acquire more money by going the corporate route to, mm. okay, I'm going to focus on my happiness. My happiness is the impact that I want to have on people by helping them yeah. transform their lives, you know, through fitness mm-hmm. and through uh, mindset practices. Right. Uh, because that way there, I feel like putting more focus on the service to others mm-hmm. is what truly makes me happy. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer, too, that you, you focus on service to others. You yeah. focus on putting good out in the world. You focus on giving a consistent effort. You work hard. You will eventually be successful yeah. with making money. You just got to keep going. Intention. Yeah. We just we talk about it, you know, a lot 
off, you know, camera and off mic, and then obviously in front of too. Like intention is such a real thing. Yeah. And um, it's a big thing our mentors talk about all the time, right? Yeah. Have the right intentions, and everything else will follow. Yeah. All your goals, all your hopes, all the money, all the whatever that follows intentions. Yeah. So. And you always hear them say that c word. Oh yeah. Not that. Not that. Not that c word. Come on. But now. consistency. It's a family show. Yeah. Consistency, and I think that that's what's huge, man. Yeah. So what about you? What about what were you focusing on? It wasn't a focus really, but it was like something I was oddly like not into, like, but I, I was very aware of it and it was not caring. I like which is, I which is interesting. It was so I mean like I because I wanted to be so far removed from like like the emotion in other people's lives and like even the emotion in my own and yeah. just kind of like being very level headed and all that. So it's it was something that I like I made put a focus on. It's like ah, I don't care. Like something bad happened, man, nah, whatever. Or like something else happened to somebody else, well, nah, you know, like it just disconnect, disconnect, disconnect. And um, I, I I took like a pride in that because it was like almost like ah, people will see that nothing bothers me. Mm. You know what I mean? That's interesting. And in whether it was a veil or a mask, I don't know, because I still sometimes feel that way. Like I love I love the Jay Z line, "What you eat don't make me shit," mm-hmm. because it's like. It's it's so true to me. Like I don't. It's a good line. It is a good line. Like I don't. I don't. I don't let other people's stuff bother me. But like I was like that way about everything. Mm-hmm. Like nothing bothers me. Like you you can't bother me. Impenetrable, right? Like yeah. can't can't phase me. So, um, but it it left me that way about myself too. Like it made me like when we had those conversations, it was so eye opening because like I'm like dude, you haven't even been caring about like what you think mm. and like what you want. Wow, dude. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it was so strange to like have that like eureka moment where I'm like, oh damn, bro. Like you just been neglecting yourself too. Like this whole like charade of like, I don't care is like you, you're not caring about yourself then too. So, so where are you winning here exactly? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's you're just true. losing at this point. Yeah. So, so since changing your, you're focused on that. Yeah. Do you find that you are not caring what people think, but do you find like you are more supportive of people of people and making sure that hey, you got this, like you can you can do it. Kind of like outwardly more showing it. Yeah, man. Support. Like I and I and I get enjoyment out of it. You yeah. know what I'm like out of like seeing people succeed because you and I know what that feels like on the other end. Like yeah. when when we've had our successes so far, and people are there for us to congratulate us or whatever that is. That's a great feeling. So it's like, man, I'm giving all of that back and then some. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So like when our people are doing stuff, it's like, can we share it? Can we like it? Can we can we text them? Can we call them? Can we, whatever it is, right? Yeah. It's it's just such a great it, – it's like a community yeah. at that point. Yeah. So yeah, man, like any anything that like I see that, that we find value and exciting in mm-hmm. – um, or excitement in, I should say, like, that's where it's like, man, like, let's give it, let's give it. So that's awesome. Man. It's, it's, it's probably been the biggest change I think about me that I've noticed within myself. Has Danny noticed it too about you? I think so. I think she sees I'm just excited about stuff now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think she really sees that. And, um, like she's just super supportive of that. And like, so she shows that by like never having an issue with anything, any, any part of my schedule now, because we're just running on, we're, <laughs> on E all the time like yeah. we are just redlining all the day yeah. so it's like she sees it and she just never blinks an eye like it's always like on Sundays like what do you got going on this week 
Like what's, what's, yeah. what nights, what do you, you know what I mean? What are you doing? Just so we can kind of share our calendars. Yeah. But she never is like, now, you, now like I got this going on or whatever like that. She's always willing to move something or whatever. Yeah. So super supportive. And that's where I think I can see that she sees. It's funny because uh, now same thing. But you know, you want to hear something really weird, man. This is, let me hear it. Listeners. Lay it, lay it on me. I've just been thinking about like us accepting some sort of award like years down the line okay you know and we're giving like some sort of speech Mm -hmm. right and i just picture thanking like my family like my boys Mm -hmm. and then val and like every time i go to like thank her i feel like myself getting emotional because it's like your your significant other plays a huge part in your support right yeah she's gonna see your good days where you guys are where we're doing really really well and she's yeah. gonna see the days where hey maybe we took some knocks yeah you know but then the other token was is like you too like me thanking you because mm-hmm. i mean without one of one of us we wouldn't be doing this no and there's those days when it's like hey you know when you when you were freaking out a little bit i was like hey it's, <laughs> it's cool man we got this we yeah got it. yeah you know and then like when i was saying well fear of kind of judgment putting something out there you're like no no we got this. Yep. Yep. So it's like that, just thinking about that and yeah. thanking like the people that really like made a difference to where we got, got me emotional, man. I don't know why I'm, th- I don't know why I went there, but like, yeah, it but just made you, me think about it because it's a support system thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you need your crew, you need yeah. your people. And like, it means a lot when they're happy for you. True. You know what I mean? So like, like it, for, for those of you who like look for that and look for like, you know, the appreciation or the congratulatories or whatever it may be, like, the giving them feels way better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. seeing your people do shit is awesome. Yeah. And, like, I, I just, you know, I, I can't stress it enough that that's going to bring you more happiness. It's like giving a gift on Christmas, right? Yeah. Like, now, like, I can't wait to see, like, my wife open up what I, what I got her, right? Or see the kids open up, you know, what what Santa brought them. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I'm excited for that stuff. So like, it's, it's same, same, same thing. It's just, absolutely. You, you got to be about others again, intention. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, all right. We always kind of roll into this now where it's like, all right, you know, we, let's, let's give you the cold, hard facts now. Right. right? Let's, right. Let me give yeah. you that. Um, so run them through real quick, how people can focus on becoming the person they want to become because it's hard. Yes. So give, let's give them some, some so stepping stools. I'm going to run through these and then I want you to tell me which two or what, what would be maybe your top two or three. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So how can people focus on becoming the person they want to become? First one is take time to know yourself better. Okay. That means uncover and define your values, your dreams, your goals, aspirations, your fears, beliefs, limits, and most importantly, your priorities. My personal opinion is I don't think a lot of people actually take time to understand what their true values are. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think we, we had dreams when we were younger, but we no longer actually think they're possible. And Mm -hmm. we need to go back to those. Right. Decide to change. Once you say, yes, I want to change. It's time to actually mean it and start holding yourself to a higher standard. Okay. Keep the promises you make to yourself. We say that all the time, but decide to change. Mm Mm-hmm. Find your why, okay? 
when you want to become the person you want to become, what made you say enough? I need to change. Mm -hmm. Okay. For John and I, it was our families. Yes. Work on your vision. Journal on what your dream life looks like. After you've journaled out, start to map out how you can get there. Okay. Practice mindfulness. Focus on mindfulness and self-awareness right from the beginning. Pay attention to the little things you do, say, and think about. Be aware of how you interact with others and how negative or positive your self-talk is. Okay? Huge. Huge. Meditating for 5 to 10 minutes a day is a great way to start. Journaling can also help you become more mindful of your feelings and thoughts. Mm-hmm. We love those. Love those, too. Identify your obstacles. Okay. This is huge. Journal a list of the obstacles that are preventing you from living the life you want. Once you've created a list, circle the ones that are within your control. Okay. Cross out all the ones related to other people and the ones you cannot do something about. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's a big one. Focus on habits, not goals. To make this a positive transformation last, you'll need to make it part of your day-to-day The only way to do that is through your habits. We talk about habits and rituals. The idea here is to implement the habits that will take you where you want to be. Creating a meaningful morning routine is key to becoming on who you want to be on the morning, on the day. Be willing to take risks and try new things. To get the results you haven't gotten, you need to do the things you haven't done. Yes. Structure your day. We talk about this all the time. All the time. Most people let the day take them. It's time to own the day. Mm-hmm. Take action now. Mm-hmm. Do the first thing on your to-do list. No more excuses. No more putting it off. Time to take action towards becoming the person you want to become. So, John, I ask you now, mm-hmm. out of that list, which one do you feel like, or well, I'd say two or three, okay. that spoke to you, be like, yes, you really need to nail those. Yeah, practicing your mindfulness, for sure. I think... Um, it's, it's a lot of self-awareness. It's a lot of, there's a lot of self-care hidden in that one. Um, and discovering who you are, which is what we're talking about today. So certainly so, uh, practicing mindfulness for sure. Habits, developing habits changed who I am as a person and who, what my life looks like now. Um, so you have to, you know, start small and don't be overwhelmed by, by the sensation that, you know, where you're, you're feeling like it's maybe too structured. Um, it just means you're kind of gaining control of, of what, what your day looks like and that's yeah. okay. Right. But build some habits. It's, it's extremely, extremely important. Um, and then the last one I'll say, man, is I love, I, and it's more so now, okay. Is work on your vision mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm more and more a believer as like every day passes because it just keeps presenting itself to me and like manifestation and energy and what you put out, you, you know, comes back to you. Right. Shit is so real, man. Like yeah. it happens to us almost weekly now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We talked about somebody that we're trying to get on the pod for a little while now. We mentioned it like no contact for like a few months last week. We talked about it last week and the next morning we had an email sitting for us waiting. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. do we just put this out in the universe? You yeah. know what I mean? So like, Work on your visions on those things, man. Like energy's real. Use it to your advantage, and uh, you'll see what comes back to you. So yeah. those would probably be my top three, but all of them like just pertain yeah. to everything we do. So I really love find your why because I feel like that one 
when motivation subsides yep. and you are having a tough day or something, yeah. you think back to your why. Yeah. It'll get you out of bed. Yep. It'll yep. it'll get you to work a little harder. It'll get you to do that one more rep. It'll yeah. get you to to you know send that other email or something. Exactly. Right. right. Like just know. do work. You know, we always say like, you know, nobody cares. Work harder. Yeah. Like, but you're doing all that for your why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like somebody cares, and that's your why. Mm-hmm. But like you care. Yeah. You know. So this was freaking great. Yeah. This was great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> And it's funny because this is the episode we had to re-record. <laughs> and um and it's this one came out better. Like a hundred times better. Yeah. So, you know, it just it just worked out that way. Things we kind of happened for a reason. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, we didn't piss and moan about it. We just kind of worked through it and here we are. So that's right. Um great feedback lately, guys. Awesome, awesome feedback. We appreciate it. On Mondays, we're here. Model Mindset Monday. Yeah. Every Wednesday, we're here. We have some great guests lined up, dude. Oh, we have some man. fun guests lined up coming yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, keep, keep a lookout on our socials. We got new stuff coming out every day. We'll catch you guys on Monday for Model Mindset Monday. That was solid. That might have been my favorite one so far. No shit. Sure. I swear to God. Wow. Because that was so organic. It was so... <laughs>